Jason Navarra invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. Oh, how good is this? Yes, the weekend is almost upon us, people, and that means it's time for the Prime Minister to outline his plans for the upcoming election in song. The return of which animal would you steal from the zoo? It's Friday, so all jokes must go, and we'll upturn the mailbag and divvy up the spoils. We find out what really fits inside a pelican. Madcap marriage proposals. (laughs) We've got a million of them. Yet this provides the ringtones you demand. Stupid crime, nude car wash update for... Football has gone wild. Gratuitous slide whistles. <laughs> Which nuts don't belong in a nut bar? And in hour two, the man whose bum has several times gone psycho, author Andy Griffiths is here once again as we find out which kids' books need burning. To- Tony's got the shakers, skaters and the players and the girls. He keeps the haters and the fakers and the haters in a twirl. It's been said so many times that it's all coming up on Get This with me at the wheel, Ed over at the Bay Marie, and don't forget Richard Marsden on drums. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Rich, can you just play a song that maybe explains what you look like to our listeners? <laughs> what have you got? How's this? This one. Oh. Very, very good. Accurate. That's Aerosmith. Dude looks like a lady cover version of the old Pete Smith classic. If you'd like to see so the original, mm-hmm. it's on the Late Show Presents Barjas and the Olden Days DVD in your shops now. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Get This, last one for the week. Around the nation on Triple M, myself, Tony Martin. We've got Ed Cavalli. Hello. The man who pushes the buttons is Richard Marsland. And he will. Oh, yes, he will. I so will. Certainly will. Last show for the week, and mm. a lot of people have been saying, you know, the election coverage, it's been, uh, well... Brilliant, up-to-date, concise. Bigged up, but there hasn't been much of it on oh, this show. It's the all-sizzle-no uh, yeah. yeah. package, if you will. We haven't really had any exclusive interviews. True. The Prime Minister hasn't been in here. No, true. Occasionally what we'll do is one of those dodgy, cut-up interviews where we get, you know quotes from the Prime yep. Minister and play them out of context. But oh. it has been a long time since we had the real Prime Minister in here mm. talking to us face to face. What are we going to do about that? How are we going to get him in? Well, I'll... Um, He's a busy man. Yeah. I'll run it up the flagpole. Uh, if you could run it up the flagpole, but I, I know a few people. And uh, I managed really? to buttonhole him for a few minutes. Oh, you've actually. got yeah. ex- another Richard Marsland exclusive. Uh, yet another one. An interview with the Prime Minister. And an election hasn't even been called. Imagine when it does actually happen. Oh, did you get all the big issues out of him, all the answers? Yeah, I managed to press play in the court at the same time. Let's, Let's hear it now. Mr Howard. Yes? Do you really think you can push your government across the line? Look, I'm not going to answer that. I know what this is about, Richard. It's one of your little comedy spoofs. You just want to make me look foolish. So you're not... I'm not uh, going to say anything. Nothing. Nothing at all? Well, would you be prepared to sing? Well, sing? Yeah, you could supply your answers uh, in verse. Well, that's not going to make me look like an idiot, is it? No, not at all. In fact, use this guitar if you oh, want. Just, uh, all right, yeah. What was the question again? How do you think the voters see you at this oh, point? Oh, look, I know what they're saying about me, Richard. They think, <gasps> I'm a dad. That's right. And now you're tempted by the promise of this cabin run. Take it away, Tim. Time has fled. I haven't even announced the date. There's a constant battle running through my head. Spats or brogues? I don't know what to oh, do. Sorry, it's got nothing to do with the possibly upcoming election. Because I still believe. Oh, yes, I still believe. After all the foolish things that we've been, been through, we were paying so damn who knew. But I'll always be a man who's open to persuasion. Oh, sorry, I went too early. I'll get the backing vocal. No, 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 no. Jeez, I am looking like a bit of a dick, Richard. I'll tell you what I'll I'll get another shot. Yeah. 
Schweigen. Oh, geht, okay. Verschweigen. Across that hoverboard deal. Yeah. Hoverboards for everybody. <laughs> Amazing, Tony. He does like to do it with Tim Finn from time to time if you're new to the program. Yeah. What time did that one finish up last night, Tony? <laughs> it's still going in some yeah. states. <laughs> uh, more music in a moment. On get this. All right, you finished Thirsty Mate. Good on you. Out of the pool. Thank you very much. It's Triple M's Get This mm. Around the Nation. Uh, so much unfinished business. Yeah, absolutely, Tony. So much criticism. Ooh. about our unfinished business, yep. but we have... No remorse. Oh, maybe we do a bit. A bit of remorse on Friday is a good thing. Okay. Uh, unfinished business. Now, look, this is something you brought up here. Dave Ryan says, uh, you know, how does Richard live his life? That's ah, this is the ongoing uh, topic mm. of du jour, yep. uh, which is people have to email or ring up, say how they think Richard lives his life. Yeah. Yeah. I maintain that it is like Buffalo Bill, the bad guy from Silence of the Lambs, human skin suits, pits in the ground, people putting lotion on. That's I've right. actually been around there and I've seen it with my own two eyes. So I'm going to wait till you know all the votes are in and we'll see who got the nearest. Okay. Dave Ryan says, uh, I can picture Richard being a street sign stealer. Yeah. With, yeah, he looks yeah. like one, doesn't he? I was a street painter when I was younger. What do you mean? What? Oh, did you have one of them machines? Graphs. No, I didn't actually. No, when Happy New Year, mm. when New Year happened, mm. we'd get some white paint and paint on the road. The 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 year nineteen eighty six, nineteen eighty seven. Happy uh, New Year. Why? It's a very rural thing to do. I'm not sure. You yeah. got to make your own fun. Yeah. Tour de France. But would you? Did you C and B the road as well? There was no C and B. I might have done a drawing of Murray Ball's the dog character from Footrow Flats. <laughs> oh, you, you don't go around and uh, use your own C and B on wet cement in the neighbourhood. I know there's a bloke does that in my <laughs> suburb. I've seen that. Normally, I just get the dog's paw. I love That's autographing. Nice. With the dog's paw. Okie dokie. Yeah, okay. So, he, all right, here's another update. Hang on, well, listen oh, to this, sorry. though. Okay. Roadworks ahead on his bedroom door. Yeah, we That's go. That's what he's predicting. Or hump. And yeah. he reckons three street names pinned together above his bed to read, bringing sexy back. Sexy street? <laughs> sexy street. Where, where do you get sexy street from? Where's Old Coast? Bringing street. I know there's a Wanker Avenue somewhere in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone lives there. Chevron Island. Call us up. Uh, he also reckons Richard has his mum's uh, number on speed dial. And several ill-treated cats running about. That's, that's a bit of a stretch. Wow. Okay, that's uh, not Richard. Okay, on the spike. Let's uh, move along here. And this is from Cav Edley. Yeah, which is really messing with my head. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. And Cav Edley would like the Talkback Mountain uh, Doctor Who as a ringtone. Oh yeah. We can he do it because we don't own the rights to either the Price Is Right Sting or yeah. the Doctor Who music <laughs> no. as yet. We're not allowed to put any of those Talkback Mountain themes up. No, ringtone style. But you could tape them and then, you know, pirate them. Oh, you make your own illegally, fine. We're clear with that. Yeah, we're cool with that. No problem. But anyway, here's the interesting bit. Cav Edley thinks that Richard, (laughs) he has a room full of lotion that he's constantly sliding around in. (laughs) (laughs) That really gets in the way of my storing urine in the bar fridge. Our lifestyle, American Beauty, as another listener suggested. Uh, uh, Here's a listener, Gary Shaw. (laughs) He loved it when uh, Ed compared uh, Courtney Love with a lizard. In a wig, so he's uh, <laughs> created that for you in Photoshop, and that has oh, to go up God. on the website. Some sort of prize for that man, I think. Wow. What's he got over the page? What's the next one? <laughs> Our listeners have a lot of spare time. Okay, it's Stephen Seagull. Uh, Stephen Seagull. Stephen Seagull. <laughs> the Very Seagull's good. head and a mohawk. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, wow. On the topic of birds. Yeah. Toto Africa's written in. Yeah, to hey, say Richard. Uh, oh, <laughs> you have to do this it. This is like when Buffalo Bill gets caught <laughs> without his guns on. There you go. Oh, Obviously that's worth the way. Yeah, right, you get out of here, Toto. It normally cuts off sooner than that. Take Journey with you. Uh, anyway, Edward, Anthony and Ricardo, following your much-lauded Strain Things Pelican Eat conversation, I've recently received footage of a pelican going one of its own. Oh, Email what? me if you're keen, if we want the footage. What is your problem, Toto Africa? Of course we want the footage, man. Oh, no. We got nothing else. 
So send that in. What is this? What a delay. No, wasn't my... Sorry, you've got to get back on the treadmill, Marsland. Yes, hopeless. He'll be playing the sketch from break you know one why? in a minute. Because his hands are full of lotion. His hands, he's all, he's all yes. covered in lotion. He's slipping off the buttons. <laughs> okay, so what do we reckon about that? Do we want to see footage of a pelican trying to eat another pelican? Okay, so the pelican is turning itself into a self turducken, yeah. as it were. <laughs> oh. Because we've established with the assistance of our friends at the Brisbane Cage that mm. we can fit a small dog mm. and an infant into a pelican. Up to, the, up to the age of four, Tone. Into a pelican's bill. Mm. But can you fit another pelican inside? Good station promotion. Yeah. <laughs> we have no sizzle on this show. We have some billboards in Brisbane. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to try and fit one pelican inside another. It's good. It's good. Are they people running up from promotions? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holding pelicans. Oh, trying to stuff them in things. <laughs> yeah. No, Cecilia miming it. That's not, it's close. Not good enough. Uh, more unfinished business next on Get This. Thank you, the Violent Films. Here, Get This around the nation on mm-hmm. Triple M. Oh, that weekend. It's so close. Oh, look. Rich, where was the weekend music? <laughs> Hang on, I'm, I'm knees deep in yeah. Toto's Africa. We- <laughs> Hang on. Ooh, it's getting stroppy on a Friday. <laughs> we'll, we'll, do to, yeah, we'll, we'll do that later. We'll do that later. weekend music. Because <laughs> Wipe some of the lotion off. You know, it's if- like talking the marshmallow man. <laughs> <laughs> Slip and sliding around. If you are thinking Stink of, of aloe. doing the bizzo over the weekend, don't forget. Have one for mum, yep. one for dad, and one for the country. Does that mean these people have to watch? You're going to be on for a bit of that action, Mr. Prime Minister? The answer is yes, I do. Thank you very much. Unfinished business, that's what we're getting through today here at Get This. Uh, The other day I mentioned uh, during Talkback Mountain that when I was a kid I went on a school trip, this is in 1976, to the Coromandel Peninsula in New Zealand (laughs) and somehow ended up, according to a classmate, reflected in a shop window... Mm. In a movie mm. they were shooting called mm. Sleeping Dogs starring mm. Sam Neill. Mm. If you just freeze frame it, apparently yeah. our entire class... Yeah, reflected glory. ...can be seen in a shop window. <laughs> someone, of course, didn't you know someone would do it? Derek Bolly. He's got the movie across the Tasman. Had it shipped over in a couple of days. Good wow. on you, Deza. So he could run his own test. Uh, he's been through the sequence one frame at a time, Zaprooda style. <laughs> the only thing he could see that could possibly corroborate the story was that at one hour, 16 minutes and 10 seconds, there is a yellow school bus in the background at the left of frame with what might be construed as children standing alongside of it. Okay. Couldn't see any reflections in window during any whip pans or whatever you tinsel town types were referring to. <laughs> he can send us a screen grab if required. Derek Bolly of North Sydney. Very nice. So, yeah, do send that. Is that a film debut? Can I say that was my film debut? <laughs> is is well, it officially listed in IMDb? Tony Martin <laughs> construed as children. <laughs> <laughs> Reflected in shot window. Reflected glory. As Sam Neill drives past. Not bad, Tone. Yeah, I've worked it's with Sam Neill. Yeah, did a bit of work with, uh, did a picture, helmed a picture with, uh, yeah. Hey, old S. Neil, we used to do this driving stuff. I don't want to go into it, but yeah, uh, he used to come up to me and... <laughs> Oh, we had some ice creams. Yeah, yeah. Car chase secrets, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you weren't even child reflected in shop window as Sam Neil drives past one. You were child reflected <laughs> in the shop window as Sam Neil drives past two. I'm calling that a screen credit. Take it. I'm calling that a yeah, film debut. It. I once rode a, uh, a giant bird onto the set of Agro's Carnon Connection. Brilliant. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I kicked it in the ass. Well, was this scripted or was Well, because my mum was part of the Brisbane Olympic bid, which is the funniest <laughs> piece of comedy ever staged in the world. They're like, come to Brisbane. We've got... Um... Um... Dream World. <laughs> Hang on a second. You're not paying out on our Brisbane listeners. No, but let's just say that the 1982 bid to get the Olympics was a little ambitious. And what was your mum's role in proceedings? She, she had to uh, try and like get it over the line. She had to jazz it up. So one of the things she did is she put me in a T-shirt and I rode a giant bird onto Agro's Cutting Connection. <laughs> and that didn't seal the deal. For the Oli- <laughs> Who got the Olympics that year? Barcelona, I think, uh, pipped what? us. They what? had three kids riding ac- <laughs> actual birds. On the Guido's Cutting Connection. <laughs> Connectione. How much time have we got, Nicky Hamilton? How long has this segment been? going on three minutes. I think we can open your microphone then. Has there been any advance on Wednesday's show when we were trying to uh, track down the culprit, the person who slammed into your car at an intersection then just drove off? No, nothing. But I think 
it may have something to do with the fact that I just realised today that I dialed 911. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, that's the American one. <laughs> Did you get iced tea? Yeah. Oh, I don't know who I got to speak yeah, to. Yeah, you asked for Jack Bauer. Yeah. So you're not no, going to get anywhere. Chloe's no. not there. No. Really? You didn't get nothing. anyone? Yeah. Nothing. Mm. Okay, so, and the listeners thought we were taking the piss, so mm. they called up. <laughs> yeah, with, thanks, you know, guys. Smurfs. Yeah, Smurfs were all <laughs> Trace of blue paint. Must have been a Smurf. So the, don't have cars. Let's just uh, get the three investigators' hats on again. Oh, yeah. uh, the yeah. guy's driven away. This is in the city in Melbourne mm. at yes. an intersection. He's driven yes. away at high speed. You're saying 80 to 100. Definitely. So presumably he's triggered some speed cameras a couple of blocks on. So yeah, surely so. a bloke's going to get a speed fine, mm. you know, get all the list of them. Mm. You know, this obviously isn't proper police procedure. Well, how would you do that, Tone? <laughs> Just get, you know, all them list and then collate that. Yep. And then somewhere in there's going to be a light blue car with a bit of paint on the side. That's going to be the bloke, isn't it? Sounds good to me. Or Here's woman. Your... We don't know that it's a bloke, do we? Yeah. So, or we don't know True. it's a person. No. Uh, You're uh, saying monkey. Yeah, I'm saying monkey. Cigar. <laughs> roller skates. <laughs> Top hat. <laughs> loose on the gear. Yeah. <laughs> it's Clyde from every which way but loose. Oh, boy. Yeah. He's, he's shoved clean Eastwood yeah, out of the way. He's out of there. There, there is right. a German monkey that has been classed as a human. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And we are working on Jamie Jury down here. <laughs> Best of luck. Okay, so okay. how would we go about doing that? Obviously, call the cops would yes, be the beginning. Yes, and probably on the right now. Number zero zero zero. But perhaps. I reckon the cops would be okay with dishing out photographs of who got speed yeah, speeding fines. I'm They're sure. normally pretty cool with that stuff. They let me go in those lineups all the time. <laughs> oh, do you do a bit of extra work in police lineups? Yeah, yeah just finger who I think's guilty. <laughs> this bloke reeks of the vino. And so then the criminal comes into the lineup, mm. and it's just everyone from the Thank God Ensemble. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Borny could let him in. <laughs> You're wild away. Okay, no trespassers. You'll be a Viking in this lineup. <laughs> What are we talking about? It must oh, be Friday. Sense. This show is off the rails. More in a moment. I'll get this. Thank you very much, Eddie Vedder. Hard son here. Get this around the nation by Triple M. Who are we brought to you by? You know it's the Nissan Navara, mm. the Ute of the Year. What a range of features. Uh, I'm told it now uh, comes with a butter churn. That is absolutely false. <laughs> well, I know that it's got a horn that screams me so horny when you push it. <laughs> that is absolutely false as well. What have okay. you heard, Rich? I've heard there's a special alarm if you go shopping and you leave your grocery on the roof. Equally, absolutely false. Except that's a good idea. That's a really good idea, man. I can't condone the butter churn or the china hutch, but that actually is a good idea. I don't mind a butter churn. Yeah, that's what I've been uh, told. Hey, hey. Uh, oh, look, the requests keep on coming. We've just had Clark. He wants to hear a bit of Holiday Road. That's all we can play about, oh. sorry. Hard work just getting that much. Getting pumped up. Yeah, it is a good song to hear just before the weekend. Uh, the we- what tone? The weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Okay, kids. Hey. Update your Facebook. Wear some culottes. Uh, wave a glow stick. Make a blumange. Try to get some action. Paint some china figurines of characters from Sense and Sensibility. Yeah, yeah. Play some Warcraft. Uh, Go outside and make a vintage car out of cheese. Yeah. Um, uh, throw your hands up like you vaguely care. Go and see all of the Hilary Duff films in alphabetical order and work out when her teeth turn into tiny surfboards. Way through a creek. That's what you like to do. Way through a creek. Yeah. And while you're Catch there, rocks with your hands. While you're at the creek, don't forget to throw all the leaflets that you're meant to be Delivering to the neighbourhood in there. Yes. That's, that's what we used to do with them. Bang. Woo! Okay, we're really across what the young people are into. Today we can find out if that's true because we have a young person in the room. Yeah. Andrew, do you want to come over to the microphone? Hey, Just step on, over, come here. over here. Andrew. That's right. We often have work experience kiddies in the studio. I don't do know what? what they're hoping to learn. Slow-moving work experience. Pull up a dodgy ergonomic, <laughs> whack on those headphones. And you'll you're find ready, that sir? you'll be deaf in about 30 seconds. But did you send us this fabulous poster? Uh, yeah. Okay, you're a year 10 student from Hunting Tower School in Mount Waverley, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. What's the action uh, down there? Knives, uh, crystal meth, is that what goes uh, on? We like to keep it to the blood knuckles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We, talking we don't co- cut, we just bash. Yeah, that's all right. Just bashing, right? Are we talking co-ed? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Mm. You got a girlfriend? No. How long has it been? 16 years. Yeah, man. Hey, <laughs> wow, what I a hear drought. that. <laughs> what a drought. I, hear I know that. that. I know all about that. Now, yeah. tell us what you... How did you end up in here? You've done this a magnificent poster, obviously. Yeah. Morty, is that your nickname at school? One of them. One Ooh. of them. Can, mm. Do you want to take us through the others? Mort. 
They're an inventive bunch over at your yeah. school. They really yeah. put some thought into these bad boys. Doesn't Mort mean dead? I think that's probably not a good nickname. No, you don't <laughs> want that at all. Yeah, it's dead in French. Oh, oh. Ooh, la, la. What are paying f- attention, okay. have we? Uh, well, do you do French at school? No. Oh. Yeah, you just, you just struggle enough with English. Yeah, you just know yeah. French because it's the language of love. Mm. Yeah. French. I did uh, French for two years at school. How'd you go? Uh, this is what I learned. Oh, yeah. Monsieur Lafayette yeah. is in the garden yes. with John Paul, yes. constantly <laughs> out there. I don't know what they're up to. And uh, incidentally, uh, the keys are on the sideboard. Le Clef, c'est le bureau. Yeah. It's really hard to weave it into conversation. Everywhere, French listeners just then went, what? <laughs> Where's the keys? Okay, uh, what is... See, uh, you emo? No. Skater? No. Gangster? <laughs> baller? At times. At, at time, baller? No. Player? Hater? <laughs> Good stuff. All right, yeah, we, yeah, we're down now. We, we are down. We certainly are right, across what the young people woo. are into. All right. Hey, do you want to stick around, Andrew, and help us get through Talkback Mountain? You want to do that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Good to have him here. I'm not sure if we're helping your reputation at school <laughs> or making it a little bit more mort. <laughs> we'll find out next on Get This. That'll be Ganga Jang here at Get This around the nation on Triple M. It's Friday and we're trying to clear out the uh, the backlog. Uh, here's, oh look, Darren McKee has just warned us that Caddyshack is four ninety seven at Video DVD easy at the moment. Yeah, but Tom, what did you say was wrong with that? Uh, it's not the 20th anniversary edition, which is only available in Region 1, but I think I can condone it for 497. I believe it's in the correct aspect ratio and the uh, 20th anniversary. It doesn't have a commentary track and the documentary's a little bit below par. So there we go, uh, there we go, kids. So you can spend that four bucks. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, be okay about we it. Four bucks 97 for Caddyshack. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, look, it's a lot of gags for 497. Yeah. yeah. That's good value for money. It certainly is. Have Even to think like a gopher. <laughs> <laughs> do you know uh, Andrew? Obviously, is uh, doing work experience with the show today. How old are you, Andrew? Sixteen. Do you know what Caddyshack is? No. No idea. Okay. Now Ed feels old. Andrew, what are you doing? Spending all your time watching the perfect catch with Hillary Doof? <laughs> You've never seen Caddyshack. Never. Okay. What are the hot movies? What, yeah. what are you? Yeah, what are you watching? The Amongst your demographic. Uh, the Bourne series. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. I got into a lot of trouble. Angry Bourne fans have been emailing me since my review. Oh. What about comedy, though? What do the kids get a laugh out of? Uh, prob- at the moment, I really like Monty Python. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. It's Good job. Yeah. What about the super bad? Are they going for that? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. My few of my friends have seen it. They said it's really good, but no, I haven't seen it yet. I like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What other ones have been out recently? Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Is that popular? <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah. Really? That, that took must... off, did it? I missed that boat. They're going to go back. I know they're going to go back to White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> I just get the feeling they are. Let's climb Talkback Mountain. <laughs> Was that requested, Mr. Marsland? That was requested by me. I love Red River Rock, like the original 50s classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an 80s version done by the Silicon Teens, which you might find on the soundtrack to Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Hey, hey, you seen that bad boy? Planes, Trains and Automobiles? No. Yes. Oh. You know what that's Bro. like? That's like when my parents used to tell me to go and watch the Frank Capra movies. <laughs> it, it, might, it might hold up. Some, some, uh, some kind of wonderful... Oh, don't Pretty in pink. Don't make them do Breakfast Club. Don't what? do that no. to them. Weird oh, Science. Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen that. The Wizard of Speed and Time. Yeah. <laughs> See, what are you doing? Kids of today. <laughs> hey, kids uh, of today. Good day for you to be here. Too many fringes. Andrew, because we're talking uh, mad marriage proposals. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we doing that? Uh, listen to this, Andrew and the other two. Uh, a movie fan got the shock of her life when she found herself watching a giant image of her boyfriend Proposed to her on a cinema screen, someone, someone, 24 years old, was sitting around, sitting down to enjoy the new Pirates of the Caribbean film when her lover showed up on the screen. Oh, I, was I remember. Going, oh, that yes. was a weird scene, wasn't it, when that happened? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when that happened. Squid face proposing. <laughs> uh, I was completely in shock, just overwhelmed. One minute we were sitting in our seats, blah, 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 and the next Mark, blah, 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 I said yes, it was romantic, rah, 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 and then yeah. she cried her eyes out. Yeah, of course. So, there we go. That's quite, you know, unusual. Does that mean that the movie is... Somewhat ruined for everyone else who's sitting there in the 
in this the cinema? My, this, yeah, is people, my, this is my point. Those who have gone along in pirate costume, I imagine, <laughs> would be enraged. But those in wedding dresses loved it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... So it's uh, got a mad marriage proposal. Yeah, now. I'm just looking around the room. I'm the only uh, married one on a microphone here. Mm. I can't remember if there was a... Pro- see, this is shocking, but... You didn't propose, well, Tone. See, we, it was a joke for years that we would get married. And <laughs> for then you, it was a joke. Suddenly, we were in Las Vegas, and then we were actually married. And actually pinpointing the moment when there was a proposal is... We need to go boot through the black box recording oh, at our really? house. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Richard, how do you pro- ima- imagine you'd propose to your current girlfriend? Well, I, I, mean, I haven't even I haven't imagined it. I'm trying to think of a creative way that I could perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I, I tried to get... Our idea was we were going to get married at the movies at halftime in San Francisco. Not bad. Uh, between a double feature of Five Easy Pieces and Badlands. Very romantic. Oh, lovely. Oh, wow. Very romantic. Delightful. But this was in the late 90s, mm. and you had to have the blood test. Remember that in old American movies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's go and have a blood test and get married. What's that all about? I know. It takes like 30 days, so we didn't have time. So That's we the sibling thing, isn't it? just went over to Las Vegas, mm. and uh, yeah. No I think blood test required. Bloke who was in, claimed he was in Casino. What? <laughs> drove us to the chapel. Not bad. <laughs> you guys remember me in Casino? Remember the scene where the guys... Uh, Heads in a vice. Yep. <laughs> Straight after that, I'm coming out of a hotel behind the Nero. I knew I knew you. Like <laughs> <laughs> Sharon Stone, your career is really beautiful memories of a wedding. Taking a dive. But proposals, okay, Ed. Because I, because I, you know, I am cold-hearted. I guess you'd say. Yeah, the listeners certainly think that. And this is to me. Yeah. I don't know what you reckon, Andrew, but this is just this is annoying. This is a waste of time in the movies. It's like when you go to a sporting event. And you're happily enjoying some cricket or something or another. Mm. All of a sudden, some clown's up on the big screen proposing to Michelle, who he's loved dearly for eight years. I don't care. People That's love that. I have a friend who proposed to his girlfriend scuba diving, and he had rigged up um, the message saying, will you marry me? Underneath on a spear a, gun? Underneath a rock. <laughs> <laughs> on a manta ray. <laughs> um, so, yeah, underneath a rock. So when they went okay. exploring... Uh, it was quite beautiful, apparently. Yeah, yeah. sure it was. It's Did nice. he follow uh, through with the underwater wedding? Did he have all that? <laughs> he could have. That's <laughs> right. I remember the. Have you seen people getting? Oh no, we'll do actual weddings another another time. time. But okay, the parachute wedding. That is a fantastic lot. That's all right. Have you seen the footage of the people getting married falling to earth? <laughs> the best bit is when the best man with the ring just swoops in from the side. <laughs> Andrew, uh, obviously kids at school. Are they getting married younger and younger? Is anyone married in your class? Uh, not yet. Okay, so they're fine with teenage pregnancy, but actually yeah. doing the right thing. No. Ooh, tone. Okay. Turned on him. <laughs> All right. This is what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. Give us a call. Yeah. Uh, we haven't mentioned our producer, Nikki. Obviously, she's yeah, married. Yeah. And is it true that um, your husband proposed to you by just slamming into you at an intersection? <laughs> that's, that's how <laughs> we right. Was there a romantic... stopped. Is there anything you want to say? You don't have to say on here if you don't want to, but is there anything proposal-wise that we should know about? Do you know, ours was a little bit... Um, Boring, I would say. Yeah, yeah. must have been boring as. Okay, we've we, got we a- were in a car. We were in a car and he proposed, but we got married in New York. We didn't tell anyone. Oh, see, that's, that's, cool. that's yeah, yeah, The yeah. runaway. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful story. Childhood sweethearts as well, do you mind? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so we've been together more than half of our lives. Look at that. that. All right. Well, a three-pack of CDs for the happy couple. <laughs> as for the listeners, call us up. Tell us about your interesting proposal. One triple three five three. Thank you very much, Pink, here at Get This on Triple M. We're looking for interesting marriage proposals. And during the song, I heard uh, Richard Marsden say, you know that film Just Married? Very underrated. Yeah, I know. It's a big Ashton Kutcher, (laughs) Brittany Murphy fan. It's got some good sketches in it. It's like Sketchy. European vacation. Sketchy. It's like basically like a series of... Who are you trying to It feels impress? like a series of sketches with a little bit of romance. It's okay. a chick flick in disguise. Yeah, you'll Although be, it's called Just Married. You'll be hitched in no time, Richard. Who has been proposed <laughs> to? Who's on the line here? G'day, Peter. G'day, mate. How you going? Oh, excellent, mate. Good to hear. What happened? Went down on one knee, proposed to my girlfriend yep. in front of the big merino at Goulburn. Oh, oh. Now, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> What a beautiful moment. Front end or back end? <laughs> oh, right, the front end, the back end. Yeah, a bit, uh, yeah. bit, bit of a lad at the back end. Yeah. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. There's other people boy. doing it. Uh, that's great, Peter, and it's all going nicely, is it? Uh, yeah. See, I, I think I didn't really think it through because now everything we do has to be kind of sheep-related. We have some kind of a sheep thing going. Yeah. Yeah, well, (laughs) don't go along to a comedy venue and announce you're from New Zealand. Uh, (laughs) Then you'll get a lot of ideas for sheep-related activity, (laughs) I can tell you. 
All right, that's pretty that's good. That's really good, Peter. In front of one of our many big objects here at Australia. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, yeah. So well, many little, to choose from. Yes. What are you thinking? You're just thinking of all the uh, the shanks that you can cut up <laughs> well, sheep. It's drooling. Thinking of all the la- roast lamb. You have the wedding in the gift shop. Ooh. <laughs> Fantastic. Right? Who's going next? G'day, Pat. How are you? Pat? G'day, guys. How are you going? Excellent. Talk us through your proposal. Um, I was in the middle of playing Tomb Raider. Oh, yes. And my girlfriend walked in and uh, she just said, uh, you're going to propose to me. And well, I had to pause it and said, yeah, well, how about it? That's... That is, uh, that's gorgeous, Pat. Yeah. You know, the other thing which is shocking about this is that a man that plays Tomb Raider has a girlfriend. <laughs> well done. <laughs> and yeah. did you actually look away from the screen for the proposal or was it during a particularly tricky bit? Hang on, hang on. Will you marry me? Hang on, look out, those rocks are falling! Well, yes. Let's be fair, I did pause the game. Oh, so. you're a okay. gentleman. You're a gentleman. And I'm, a, I'm a gentleman. I don't, you know, I'm thinking of her feelings as well. Exactly. And what was her reaction? Ah, uh, she was uh, over the moon. <laughs> Hey, power up. <laughs> and I went back to playing my game. As well you should. Of As well you should. Uh, we'll consummate this later. I've got to kill these wolves. Yeah. All uh, right. Can we go more romantic, Ed? G'day. Thanks, Pat. G'day, Tony. Oh, hey, Ed. How are you going, mate? Yeah, I'm excellent, man. Talk us through your proposal. Mine's a strange one, Ed, from mm. a certain record producer who will remain nameless, oh, yes. uh, but Tony does know him. Oh, hang on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and uh, he propositioned me to put on a girl's school uniform while he watched me have... Liaisons with a girlfriend of mine. Really? Right. Oh. And you've been together how, ever since. I'm not sure how I ended up in this story. <laughs> I do know some record producers. Yeah, you do know this one. All right, mm. let's not say any names, Tony, because we'll never be on air again. No, uh, I know. Uh, but was it a good time? Was um, it a nice I didn't day? go through with it. Oh. I thought, too crazy. No way. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you drew the line at... Uh, I, I drew the line. I mean, I think about it now and I think, why, why not? Yeah, exactly right. Are you sure there was even a proposal involved there? Oh, yeah, I'm certain. Oh, he's certain. <laughs> you want to be certain. You know. Okay. Well, Tony, what a life you lead. I, I do. That's a head scratcher. I'm going to have to, because th- if it's the bloke I'm thinking of. You haven't worked with Full Spectre before, have you? <laughs> it's not him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're trying to do the sums in your head there. I am, actually. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I we've not supposed to talk about that Phil Spector case anymore because he's right. going to retrial. Thank you, Tony. Yeah. That what was... will he be wearing in the retrial? That's what we're all wondering. Beautifully disturbing. I'm, I'm going to get off here and make some calls right now. Oh, that was amazing. Have we got time for one more? Hi, Sophie. How are you? Hi. How are you guys? Excellent. Talk us through your proposal. Yeah, my husband really wanted to surprise me, so he um, took me to the local video shop oh. and told me I could pick whatever video I wanted. Oh. And then every video I picked, he told me it was shit. So, um... I got really, really cranky and stormed out of the video shop and then he proposed because he said I was really surprised then we'd had a fight and I didn't expect it. Gee, hang on a sec. So he didn't mean to propose to you at the video shop. That wasn't his plan. No, no, that was his plan. Oh, that that was was his plan. If I get a really, really cranky, she won't expect it and then I'll propose. Gee, okay. not bad. And have the uh, mind games continued ever since? (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's very fun and challenging, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. I think I'm related to you. I just know I am. <laughs> Could well be. And obviously, if, you know, I don't want to suggest that it will happen, but if the time comes for divorce. Obviously, that could be negotiated down at Video Easy as well. <laughs> be nice. Oh, he'd probably take me out to dinner and propose that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. something nice and romantic. <laughs> well, I'd be surprised. Yeah, you would, Sophie. Well, it's a nice relationship. Time. All right. I still have the image of one of my friends forcing someone into drag. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's all. I can't get past that as well. That is really disturbing. Uh, thanks to everyone who called up with an odd <laughs> proposal. Uh, has this encouraged you to get uh, married, do you think, Andrew, doing work experience on the show today? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. What about the other thing? What's the other thing? The drag and the... Oh, the drag. Yeah. Yeah. May as well have a crack one. There we go. <laughs> Helping the kiddies. That'll get back to the school kids, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, and kids, good day to be here. Yeah. Mm. Finally, we're doing something for the kids instead of uh, driving them away, mm. <laughs> as we've apparently been doing this week. Andy Griffiths is here. Get this. Thanks a lot for listening. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Do what I want because I can. If I don't, because I want to. It's the second hour of Get This. Be ignored by the stiff and the board because I'm gonna. Around the nation on Triple M, thanks to Nissan Navara. Myself, Tony Martin, R- Richard Marsden pushing buttons as always. Ed Cavalier's here. Uh, and now Andy Griffiths is on the bench, author of many fine books for the younger reader. Uh, now you've brought in 
One of your own kids I see today. We have. Yeah. It's, it's Sarah's school holidays. Oh, right. And a okay. uh, bit of work experience for her to show what happens if she doesn't uh, study hard at school. So oh. true. <laughs> so it could end up on the radio. <laughs> so <Yeah>. true. <laughs> Do your sums and you'll end up on the radio. <laughs> Showing to Toto. Uh, now, you've brought in your fine new book, Just Shocking. Uh, how many of these have you done now? Uh, this is the sixth and the most shocking yet. <laughs> and uh, does Sarah give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down at the... I don't know. Do you like this one, Sarah? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She's stuffing yeah. her face with cake that's been brought in by <laughs> she... our other work experience gentleman, Andrew, over there. It's a full bench today. She was uh, she was there right at the start. We were sitting at home watched, looking out at a park and looking at a whole lot of people having a picnic. Yeah. And I said to Sarah, wouldn't it be fun to get a fire hose and just blast them all away? <laughs> Fantastic. And Sarah said, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Did you do it? <laughs> no, because I was worried about the cops might come. Yeah, away. sure. But then she suggested, well, you get the, the hose and blast them away. Oh, okay. And, sure. Uh, and so I had the beginning yeah. of the first story. I think she needs to be over in Burma right now. She's got some good ideas. Uh, look, the uh, the top of the show, I just said for a joke, I said, oh, we're going to be burning books on today's program. Andy's come in and said, let's do that. What <laughs> let's actually, why not? Okay. Start a literary bonfire. Oh, okay. Yeah, and let's it. find out what needs to be on it in this hour of Get This. Thank you, Bruce Springsteen. It's the end of the week here at Triple M. Get this around the nation. Uh, it's the second hour of the program, and uh, Richard's on board. It's here. I'm okay. here, obviously, and of course, Andy Griffiths. He's constantly oh, popping applause in here with a new book. And usually, when you come in, there's been some trouble, Andy. Uh, one of your books has been banned, or there's been a protest, or something. <laughs> but uh, just shocking. Um, I've seen nothing in the papers on this one. No, no, they're getting a bit bored bored of me out there. And right. uh, I had a mother ask me, you know, what are you going to do now? You know, after the bad book, you know, yeah, the bad book, the very bad book. You know, you've had <laughs> old women eating poo. Yeah, you know, right, what yeah. next? And I <laughs> where said, where do you well, go from there? Well, I said, actually, I'm going to stop all that, and I'm going to write about kittens, puppies, and ponies yeah. and, and and lovely p- pretty pink butterflies yeah but what you didn't tell her was those pink butterflies were going to well i tried i tried really hard <laughs> and this this i i got a few pages in yeah and i had the best intentions and i said here's the start of it and this is this is like a breakthrough for me one day no 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 Sorry. <laughs> Doesn't know his own work yeah. well one enough. Day, He's picked up looking for Ella Brownie. One, oh, day, <laughs> one day a pretty pink butterfly was fluttering in a sunny meadow with lots mm. of other pretty pink butterflies. Oh. A beautiful little bluebird sang sweetly in the willow tree. Oh. Fluffy white lambs frolicked in the soft green grass. Yeah. Then, all of a sudden, the pretty pink butterfly exploded. Oh. Oh. <laughs> then... Then another pretty pink butterfly exploded. (laughs) Then all of the pretty pink butterflies exploded. And so on and so on. Don't give away the ending, please. Don't give away the ending. But I love reading that to the kids because after every butterfly explodes, it's, yay! Is that what they're into? Yeah, yeah, they love it. Now, when you say that, what do you do? You go out to schools? Do you, uh, where do you do these readings? Oh, I do, um, like, uh, Ringwood Library recently. Right. On a Sunday afternoon, we had a couple of hundred kids all packed in. And is it a tough crowd? Do you get heckled? Um, I used to. Um, now I get bizarre suggestions. In oh, fact, right, one, kid, right. one kid was so fantastic. I was saying, imagine you're going down the road, in a, you're trapped in a pram. Yeah, by the way, that's your daughter making that noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's tucking into a birthday cake. She likes cake. Yeah. How, how would you rate the cake, Sarah? <laughs> Any comments? It's too busy <laughs> licking a spoon. No, yeah. She hasn't signed a clearance form. Her agent's not going to let her speak <laughs> on the station. <laughs> she speaks all the time, other, other than this station. Um, no, no, this kid is, I'm saying, you're in a pram, right? And you're going down a hill yeah. and you're heading towards a big, big brick wall. What, yes, what, yes. what worse could possibly happen? And he yeah. said, well, you'd fall down a hole. And I said, how yeah. deep would that hole be? He said, 10,000 kilometres hole. Wow. And there's dynamite at the bottom. <laughs> dynamite! <laughs> and, I, and, and I said, wow, you know, dynamite. And he said, and spikes. That's true. <laughs> and I was trying to get to the bottom of it. And I said, what, and, like, what happens? Do you hit the dynamite and explode and then all the bits of your body get spiked? <laughs> Or do the spikes, you hit the spikes first and then explode. That's what I think it is. And he goes, no, 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 you've got it wrong. The spikes are on the in the hole on the way down. On They're the skewering you as you fall, oh, those 10,000 kilometres. Then you explode. Skewered <laughs> for 10,000 kilometres. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. that'd get tiresome. So, yeah. I'm having trouble keeping up with how yeah. deranged my audience is becoming. <laughs>
<laughs> now, what about the uh, every time you come in, we ask you this question: When is the movie of the day, my bum? When Psycho coming out? Surely, I know it's been optioned. Yeah, it's been three years now. Is three it just years. too much of a challenge for the animators to get that many bums in sync with each other? I wouldn't think so, but I think it's the will. I don't think they have the will to do this. Yeah, it's not going to be an Australian. Or perhaps the audience isn't deranged as deranged as that. But no, we've no. got now. You know, wasn't Happy Feet that was made here in Australia? Yes, we can do that. Pixar gear. Crappy Feet. <laughs> oh, hang on. No, 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 Andy. <laughs> I think our parent company might have had something to do with it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think Ed has hit the nail on the head because I remember last year when Happy Feet was still in development, there were a lot of executives walking around here going, there's a lot riding on these dancing penguins. They better be good. <laughs> these penguins better, better be come good. through. Poor old penguins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough about dancing penguins. I'd have exploding penguins. Of course yes, you that would. That was their mistake. Yes. I know you would. And we're going to help you with new ideas. You think that spike dynamite deal is as good yeah, as it gets? No. Wait till you meet our listeners. That's coming up later. I'll get this. Triple M. Thank you, Fallout Boy. Thanks for those memories. Harry, get this around the nation on Triple M. Author Andy Griffiths is with us today. Just shocking is in the shops now. Just want to mention a news story we didn't get to during the week. Uh, did you know we have a space program here in Australia, <laughs> no. Andy? Oh, no. No, I didn't know we did either. What have but we discovered? Scientists have called upon the federal government to provide $100 million bucks over 10 years to help oh, launch an Australian space program. I think we've got the logo done. Now we just need the program some itself. polo shirts. But what sort of stuff could we do that, you know, other countries with more money haven't done? Listen, this is what we want to do. The Sundiver. A mission to send the first spacecraft ever crashing into the sun, <laughs> beating NASA and the European Space Agency. The craft would then send data back to Earth before burning up. Hundred million bucks to crash something into the sun. Is that a good investment? I think so. That could be a great explosion. That could be great. It. It'd be looking good. I can do it for twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> Massive slingshot. Little Kinder Surprise, boom, she's in. What's the data going to be? It's getting hot. Ooh, very good. What's that big orange thing? Oh, I think we're about to explode. Bang, 100 million. <laughs> Worth every penny. Congratulations, everyone. I just Job think, well done. stop chucking stuff at the... Don't go poking at the sun. That's like poking in an ant's nest. Yeah, it'll be back. It's going to turn the sun off. Let's send some stuff to Jupiter. It's better than poking at Uranus. Ah, oh, so look. Hey, don't drag us into the gutter, Andy sorry, Griffiths. Sorry. It is Friday. That's acceptable. <laughs> it's acceptable on Friday. That's our one per hour. Uh, Andy, as well as being a fine author, I know you're a bit of a, a comedy buff and uh, your daughter Sarah is here. Have you been uh, subjecting her to comedy that you've enjoyed? We have. We, uh, we've just done Wayne's World 1 and 2. Oh, Wayne's wow. World 1 and 2. Kept the whole bad. family entertained, particularly Sarah. Yeah. How old is Sarah? She's six. Six like Wayne's, Wayne's World. She's Louise. And what now, now she finishes all her sentence with with not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so nineteen ninety two. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and that's okay. no, happening. It's happening now. You're down with the kids. It gets yeah. pretty fruity, doesn't it? Wayne's World. If I remember. Oh, nah, they're into no, the fine these days, aren't they? The no. kids. Yeah. How's the second one looking? The um, the second way, as I remember, it wasn't as it good. Hold, it it starts. It takes a little while to start up, but yeah. then once it gets there, it's, the village it's people still quality. That's the pretty village f- people. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And the kung fu fight. That's quite good. Yeah. Okay. What other things are on the turntable? At um, home? Arrested Development. We've Whoa. just been through yeah, the yeah, second yeah, season. Talking. We're a little behind here. Yeah, I know our listeners are very unhappy with us because we were hoping to have everyone from Arrested Development on the show before the end of the year, and so far we've had Will Arnett. And Michael Cera fell through because we moved time oh. slots. Very, very poor. Mm. Uh, that's very sad. Yeah. Where okay. are they up to now? Are they up to? They're done. Th- there were three series, three and then series. that's it. It's been axed. There's talk of a movie. Also, a lot of people have been emailing in saying they finally be uh, <coughs> might be making the Deadwood movies. Is that right? The two telly movies to finish off the series. Mm. I think HBO aren't interested because it's so expensive. They reckon the creator might be uh, paying for it himself out of his own pocket. Really? That'd be good. Mm. I wouldn't go showing uh, Deadwood to your daughter, though. <laughs> fruity, isn't it? certainly gets <laughs> full of fruit. fruit in fruit. Does High School <laughs> Musical get a run at your yeah, house? No, we haven't come across that. I've just about, I've just heard of it. Is it any good? Oh, it's really bright. You know <laughs> what I mean? Everyone's future is looking yeah. real good. Uh, we, Andrew, we, are the kids getting into High School Musical? You'll just shout out. We've oh, run out of mics. The girls are. The, the girls, girls are. are. And what are they saying about High School Musical 2? I can't wait to see it. 
I can't, can't wait. I knew they'd say that. Yeah. So what they're like. Okay. Opp- opportunity to chaperone one to a dog. Oh, that's there, a I good think. idea. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll, I, I took a girl to see Ghost in the Machine. Uh, that didn't go very well. What was Ghost in the Machine? <laughs> it was a sci-fi film. Oh, one of those. From 94. <laughs> uh, it was like a lawnmower, a poor man's lawnmower man. Oh, that's very poor. About a guy that lives in a computer and then... Uh, look, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like a... <laughs> that's a it's probably better taking to a film like that because she's not going to get wrapped up in the story, is she? Well, y- you'd think, but uh, she was right into her sci-fi, uh, so uh, yeah. <laughs> nothing for this guy. All this talk of romance and high school musicals has your daughter spinning around on an office chair, yeah. desperate for entertainment of her own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to burn some books today. That's what we've promised to do. Mm. Have you got the incinerator fired up, Mr. Marshall? Ready to go. Call us up. Oh, don't call us yet. Not yet. Have a think. Which books do you want on the bonfire? Hang on. Just let people think what Tony's book's called. Get that out <laughs> of your system. Not that one. I'm not putting that on the bonfire. That is quality. It's still available, I should say. It's still available. A lot of people email in and go, we can't find it at the shop. Here's what you do. You ask them to order it for you. That's right. A lot of people don't it's think to do helpful that. Like people that. writing in going, I went to seven shops. Don't go to seven shops. Insanity. <laughs> Just ask them to order it in. Okay, and, uh, yeah, maybe you want to throw it on the fire. That'll be next on Get This. Artisan Collectors on a Friday afternoon here at Triple M. The program is Get This. Author Andy Griffiths is here. Have we got some classy music? Can we go into the uh, the Get This book club? Even oh, though it's going to be ugly and people are going to be burnt. Uh, Not yeah. people, books. <laughs> books. <laughs> yeah, there could be some, you know, some flyback from yeah, that. Let's, let's try I'm Jennifer Byrne. Welcome aboard. Uh, we want to talk about... Hi, Jennifer. You know... Andy's the author of the bad book. Mm. To me, that is an excuse to talk about bad books. Mm. What do you want to see thrown on the Get This Book Bonfire today? Uh, before we get to that, uh, Ed, you were saying off air that you've got some connection Apparently. to Graham Greene's The Quiet American that I just read recently. Yeah, I once made out with Brendan Fraser. There you go. Uh, <laughs> no, I had a party. Uh, no, well, apparently my, my father was a very shady character, but yeah. apparently the Michael Caine character is partly based on that bad boy. My so dad. the main character in The Quiet mm. American is partly based on your dad. Yeah, because his nickname was The Quiet Australian. He was over there doing a bit of the old Western dude being a businessman. In the, uh, in the NAM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got himself uh, in the fifties, mm, yeah, and sixties. Got himself nabbed for it. Really? Yeah. We're gonna have to follow this. That was quite interesting. Not bad, is it, Tone? It's almost the most interesting thing we've heard about anyone on the show. And uh, <laughs> it's actually, I I used to own a rabbit that was in Watership Down, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, right. <Wow. laughs> the okay. Quiet Rabbit. The Quiet Rabbit. Yeah. Well, well I'm the. I'm gonna throw that one, Tone. Watership Down. Do you get to throw Watership Whoa. Down on the bonfire? <laughs> I'll join you. He's boring. And now Andy Griffiths is throwing it on the bonfire. We have to do it in year 10. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, 400 pages of rabbits trying to get across a road. Who cares? Mm. Very gory film, as I remember. It is a bit gory. For a cartoon. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Andy. Um... I mean, I'm not trying to encourage you to slag off your contemporaries, but are there any books that you'd like to throw on the fire? Um, you know, go overseas. Well, I, in fact, I have thrown a book on the fire. For real? Yes. Which down one? Down at my parents' holiday house. Yeah. And you know how all the sort of books no one else wants collect in yeah, those shelves? they certainly do. Yeah. Yeah. And this was sort of a, I think it was like a Christian sort of fable story involving rabbits. And no way. Rabbits. And doing some good deed or something and mm. and uh, Jasmine who's now 14 she loved yep. this book she just took a, a love love to it right and we had to read it over and over again and my sisters and um, brothers-in-law they all had to read it and then one day we said let's put it on the fire <laughs> oh, and, it was, and you know what it didn't it wouldn't burn no it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't burn it refused for quite a long time <laughs> but it did okay here's one no. I think that can go straight onto the fire Nicole Richie's The Truth About Diamonds oh. have you this is a novel, Andy. Have you seen it? No. You'll find it in the literary novel section of your bookshop, a novel by Nicole Ritchie. Yeah. With an eight-page pick section in the middle of just shots of her coming out of nightclubs, looking glamorous. <laughs> did Graham Greene throw any of that in The Quiet America? He did, actually. Just staggering out of a club in Vietnam? Michael Caine in a G. <laughs> eight pages. <laughs> Nonsensical. Yeah, I'm nice. sure she hasn't read it. No. What was that one years ago? Uh, Naomi Campbell. Oh, she, oh, the swan. Oh, the yeah, swan. That's, yeah, throw it on. <laughs> she admitted years later she'd never read a word of the book Brilliant. that she'd penned herself. Brilliant. 
Fantastic. <laughs> Mr. Mars and what needs to be burnt. The entire series of Sweet Valley High. Oh, don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Come on, Rich. No, nah, come on. Why? Well, they're the Pascal twins, right? Yeah. And they're the sort of sexy twins. My older sister used to read these things all the time. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that the covers seems so interesting when you're a 14-year-old boy. Mm. This seems like a world I might want to be a part of. Yeah. Blonde cheerleaders, twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come on. Tight jumpers. Of course, but you open the page and they're just cavorting with princes in <laughs> Europe and getting up to some sort of mistaken identity. But this, they, they get it on with, like, the captain of the basketball team at some point. Well, and for a lanky man like myself, it looked like an attainable dream. All right. Maybe it's going to get the tongs out and rescue that from the fire. Just quickly, Andrew uh, doing work experience here. He's still at school. Are there any books they're making you read at school that you'd like thrown on our bonfire, Andrew? Uh, good night, Mr. Tom. Good night, Mr. Tom. Don't know what it is, Bernard. Yeah, it's got to go. Have you heard of Good Night, Mr. Tom? I have, but I've never read it. Okay. But I'll trust you. It's just oh, all anything about war. Anything so. about war. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Are we all? Clo- am I closing the grate? Yeah, close the grate. Let's get the listeners on board. Any book you'd like to burn, and uh, let's say let's make them ones that aren't written by people in this room. That's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> One triple three five three. Get this silly games uh, that I cooked up. Uh, on the run. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. It's get this. It's on Triple M around the nation. Andy Griffiths is with us. We have a number of children in the studio today, so we're trying to keep things clean. Yeah. Uh, although that doesn't seem to be <laughs> Andy's prerogative in just shocking <laughs> in the shops now. And don't forget the new. I tried, I tried, but they don't like it when I go clean. <laughs> What Bummersaw is that is a fine read as well, and it's now in a fancy hardcover colour. Full colour. Edition. The uh, the book that really didn't need to be made is, <laughs> is now in full colour. So. <laughs> Beautiful. You've got to see a big-ass Bummersaurus. <laughs> Certainly. And in America, uh, what is the day my bum went psycho called? The day my butt went psycho. Yeah, Because oh, yeah. it's got a different meaning, the word bum over there. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. It's just an, an aggressive hobo <laughs> the street. I'd like to think that in England they've gone with ass, but they haven't, have they? No, they went with bum. And Good in fact, you see, um, this is an Eng- a UK version of the colour Bumasaur, and they like to put things on the front of their books. It goes, warning, packed with cheeky humour. Oh, oh cheeky oh, humour. <laughs> Apples and pears. Oh, blimey. Okay. All right. Uh, what books need to be burnt, Ed Cavalier? G'day, Lewis. G'day, guys. How you doing? Excellent. Uh, what are you throwing on the pile? Any book that has been turned into a movie. Oh, yeah. any book. Any book. <laughs> because you feel they've all been ruined? No, no, no. Because now we don't have to hear about... We don't need the book anymore. We've got the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, Lewis, how, oh. about, how do you feel about things going the other way? Because yeah. the film Batman Forever came out, <laughs> and now I've started reading the novelisation of the film. <laughs> And there's some real insights in there, stuff that I'd forgotten. What do you feel about? How do you feel about that? Um, I'll have to take that into consideration. All right, all right. All right. Good to know you're not just yeah. chucking stuff on the fire willy dilly. Yeah, thank you, Lewis. <laughs> this is a big fire. <laughs> Lovely to talk to you. Who's going next? G'day, Matthew. How are you? Hello. How are you? Oh, Matthew. I'm 14. Oh, good stuff. Fair enough. Uh, what needs to go on the fire? Romeo and Juliet. Oh, oh, are you? Can you read that at school? Are they? Yep. Now is Boring. It- yeah, it is. You don't understand it. Well, this is a bit of a tough read when I, oh, I had to read it when I was about 13 or 14. Uh, uh. Matthew, are you having trouble with the fact that it's meant to be all romantic, but there's no action in it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's boring. Yeah, well, there's a sword fight. That's not what I meant, Andy. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, oh, clear yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> what about the movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio getting around with a gun? I mean, surely that makes it more interesting for you? Yes, they let us watch that. That was more interesting than the book. There okay. you go. See, Shakespeare just didn't have enough firepower. Yeah. You Tell know what? The other guy burn the books, make the movies. Oh, okay. So, yeah, well. I'm actually um, doing a project for Bell Shakespeare at the moment. Yes, um, that's right. Turning Macbeth into a family um, fun fest. How's that going? Wow. Fantastic. All right. It's coming out next year. It's, mm. it's, it's, uh, what's that going to be? What's it called? It'll be called Just Macbeth. Fantastic! There we go. <laughs> this is my characters from the Just series, and they're making up the brew, you know, oh, making dear. up the cauldron that uh, Shakespeare gives you the recipe for this magical, awful brew, right. and then they dare each other to drink it yeah. and uh, find themselves on a heath, you know, 400, 500 years ago. So it's sort of giving that, uh, you know, Shakespeare more of a jackass kind of a flavour. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe the kids will be more into <laughs> it. Then, thank like you, that. Matthew. Who's next? G'day. Steve, how? Oh, no, Steve, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. What's got to go? Fahrenheit four five one. Is that not a book all about book burning, sir? 
Yes, it is. Okay, so you just want a self-perpetuating cycle of burnt literature. Exactly, yeah, just keep it going, mate. Throw it <laughs> was that a book, though? I mean, I remember there was a movie. Yeah, well, I don't know if it was a book or not. I don't know, read. I just like pictures, mate. Yeah, there you okay, go. Fair man. enough. It's just like pictures of things. Yeah, they were like secret cops. They'd go around and break into people's houses, you know, were sneaking a little read, and they'd drag them out and set up like a little uh, barbecue. Yeah. Pour them on and torch them. That was the Faris' job. Yeah, there that was uh, was that Truffaut or Goddard? One of those French blokes had a crack at that. <laughs> French yeah, blokes. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that a terrifying movie for you as an author, Andy, to see, uh, you know, people having books just dragged out and thrown on the bonfire? Not the sound effects bonfire today. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't like to see books being burned. No. I think that's where it all starts. Yeah, know. well, let's burn some more. Yeah. Who's going next? Finally, Viv, how are you? Good, how are you? Excellent. What's got to go? I've got Mary-Kate and Ashley, two of a kind. It's a twin thing. Um, now a major TV series. Major? Really? Yeah, major. <laughs> Is that the one where they're detectives? Are they detectives in that one? Uh... I don't know. I don't think so. My mm. friend gave it to me as a joke, but I think I actually got bored and read it once. <laughs> now, is this uh, the, <laughs> the, the Olsen sisters when they were just sort of uh, harmless, healthy-looking young girls? Yeah, they look like they're about 12 and still still normal, not looking like gremlins yet. Yeah, not the scagged-out badger look <laughs> uh, favouring of late. Okay, well, it's <laughs> quite a, a bonfire. Selection. I think we need to pull the grade down. Thanks to everyone who contributed to our Festival of Hate this afternoon. <laughs> Andy, we want you to stick around for more. I'll get this. Yes, let's see how far we've come here. Get this around the nation on Triple M Matchbox 20. Andy Griffiths is with us today. Just shocking. He's in the bookshops now. Illustrated by Terry Denton, I'd like to point out. Fine uh, illustrator. Andy, uh, are you a frequent listener to get this? Yes, as often as I can. Have you been dazzled by Richard Marsland's range of impressions? Yes. I think it was this time last week he was promising to do a George Harrison. Now, here's what happened. We made him stay behind the night before last mm. and not leave the studio till he'd laid down a decent George impression. It's homework. Fantastic. Apparently he just got drunk and aggro. Yeah. And when Richard gets drunk, the talk turns fruity. Uh, New Zealand cops appear off mic, calling him a mongrel for no reason. I can't explain that. <laughs> um, we're not really even supposed to play this footage, but uh, for people who want to hear the impression, I guess we've got to do it. There is a little bit of fruity talk. I think most of it's beeped. Um, you might want to escort your daughter cover from your ears, the <laughs> studio. <laughs> yes, um, he used these Ding Guy CDs to cover your ears. Oh, lovely. <laughs> she can probably match him fruity word for fruity word, I would say. You have been warned, listeners. Here he is, Richard Marsland, as George Harrison. It's undoubtedly Park Lane's week of the year. All the signs here that the expected arrivals are the Beatles coming to the Dorchester for the Variety Club show business luncheon. Oh, look, it's me, George Harrison. If you've got money, you don't expect to have to fight your way into the Dorchester. Unless you're so famous that you can't move your army of fans. Get out of my way, you squealing trollops! George and Paul, and of course Ringo and John, were safe at last. With Variety Club's British founder, C.J. Latter, Steptoe and Son. Where's Blakey? Steptoe? You old c***t! A few days before this event, Mr. Latter had received the CBE. I'm real! For the moment, the big gathering of entertainment VIPs concentrated on the lunch. I'm George Harrison. Bring me a crate of LSD or I'll start playing the f***ing Hope it didn't taste like the mercy. Opposition leader Harold Wilson wasn't opposing anybody just now, just polishing up his wit for the benefit of everybody later on. Hey, hey, Wilson, here's one for you. Pull my finger. <laughs> Sorry, I, I went early. I'm George Harrison. Cuckoo ka shoes. Oh, you dirty mongrel. Yellow matter custard. Very poor. <laughs> Must try harder, Mr. Marsland. Uh, back to wind things up in a moment on Get This at Triple M. Oh, is this a church? Very yeah. nice. Unguarded moment. The church winding up another week of Get This Around the Nation. Andy Griffiths, thanks for sitting in with us. Thanks Andy. for putting up with me yet again. Oh, beautiful writing, just shocking. And, of course, the new fancier version, uh, What Bummer Saw Is That? 2.0, that's in your shops now. I must thank everyone who puts this fine show together. Richard Marsden on the oh, buttons, yeah. Maddie D on the pots and pans, Cecilia on the phones. And, of course, our nearly assassinated pregnant producer, <laughs> Nikki Hamilton. Nikki Hamilton. Fresh from the wars out on the streets. Mm. Uh, in Cavalry, too much fun as always. 
So, Tony, I need to thank John Michael Housen, cute French guys and DJs that play requests. <laughs> of course you do. And what about uh, some sort of round, perhaps an invisible round, for Andrew, our work yeah, experience it straight. today. Keeping it straight. Beautiful straight work. Away. Don't forget the uh, podcast. A new one will oh, be yes. going up uh, over the weekend for our special... Um, Stoners. Weekend smokers is the phrase. Apparently, they'd prefer we use. Uh, their emails are largely incoherent, but there'll be something for you. Only 10 seconds to go, Mr. Yep. Marsden. Mm-hmm. What's our key phrase today? I reckon it's this one from the front of Andy Griffith's book. Warning, packed with cheeky humour. <laughs> and we'll be back on Monday with Parco from the Melbourne Cage. Hey. And it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara with its huge pulling power, rugged good looks, China Hutch and mystery butter churn. Explain that, people. Now it's all out and you know. And he will. Over the weekend for our special... Um, Stoners. Weekend smokers is the phrase. Apparently, they'd prefer we use. Uh, their emails are largely incoherent, but there'll be something for you. Only 10 seconds to go, Mr. Yep. Marsden. Mm-hmm. What's our key phrase today? I reckon it's this one from the front of Andy Griffith's book. Warning, packed with cheeky humour. Oh, <laughs> and we'll be back on Monday with Parco from the Melbourne Cage. Hey. And it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara with its huge pulling power, rugged good looks, China Hutch and mystery butter churn. Explain that, people. Now it's all out and you know. And he will.